I'm not gonna debate you, Jerry. I'm not gonna sit here and debate. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Red Glare Podcast. I appreciate you joining me. My name is Daniel Fritch. I am here in the Red Glare Studios in Rockport, Texas. We just watched the Houston Texans get absolutely trampled to death by the Tennessee Titans. The final score was 17-10, but I don't think a seven-point deficit, a seven-point difference has ever been more misleading because it felt like the Titans scored 155 points today and it didn't feel like the Houston offense was capable of doing anything. Um, it, we were overmatched on both sides of the ball. It felt like um, we were being bullied a little bit. It felt like I was questioning the whether any of our team wanted to be there. Uh, and that's a bad place to be when you have thousands of paying customers in the stands and a lot of them are likely thinking do we care more about this than the entire team than the coaching staff than the ownership than Nick Casario does Nick Casario care that the product we're putting on the field the the product we paid money to to come see uh is not worth it it's not worth that money that we care more about it than those guys do is that acceptable to anyone it shouldn't be. If it is, it shouldn't be. So, if Cal McNair watched the game, and I hope he did, I didn't see him today. They didn't show him. I assume he was at the game. He's, the, he's an owner. He should be at the games. Um, I would love to hear his take on the performance of everyone. Lovey Smith, Pep Hamilton, Davis Mills, Nick Casario. I just would love to hear what he thinks when he watches a, a, a game like today's. What does he think? This is good money I'm spending, paying. Can't wait to stroke Nick Casario's next check. Levy Smith's next check. What what was this? What was the point of today's game? Why play it? Just just forfeit. Just say we don't want to play today. We all have food poisoning. We all caught food poisoning uh, earlier this morning. Um, but all all phases of the game, offense, defense, special teams. We don't have a healthy player to put on the field today. No one on our team wants to play football today, so we're, we're just not going to play. Just give, them, just give them the W. We don't want it. Um, of course, taking a loss is not the worst thing in the world. We've done that now five times this year in seven games. But the way we lost this year, there's a line. There's a line of respectability, a line of... Uh, I'm okay to call myself a Texans fan to wear this shirt. I'm okay to uh, set aside time on my Sunday afternoons to watch this team, to tell my family, hey, we're not going to actually do anything outside of the house or together you know, for three hours on Sunday afternoon because I have to watch my team that I love, that I love rooting for. Now, there is a line you can cross where when you're telling your family that or you're you know, not making plans to do other things because you're you're reserving time to watch that team. There's a line that you cross where that becomes a stupid thing to do. And the way the Texans played today, it crossed that line for me. It was an unacceptable way for me to be spending my Sunday afternoon. It was an unacceptable way. I couldn't I couldn't imagine the people that paid money and sat in traffic and parked far away from the stadium and walked all the way to the stadium and 
you know, had their bags searched and had to find their seats and had to pay for overpriced food to carry it to their seats. And maybe somebody dropped their nachos and then they're like, oh, we got to get back in line for the nachos. And then they they sit down and they're like, okay, but it's all going to be worth it because I love this team and I'm here to support them and they're going to play their asses off. And we may not get the W today, but that doesn't matter. We just want to root for this team and feel good about it. Well, congratulations, Texans. You made that fan feel like kind of an idiot. So good job. Good job. You made us all feel a little bit like idiots today. And um, kudos. Kudos to you. So (laughs) this is the Red Glare Podcast. Thank you for joining me. My name is Daniel Fritch. I'm your host. I am a little upset with the team today. I got to be honest. That was a performance. I've been watching the Texans for 20 years I've seen a lot of crappy, crappy performances by the Texans in that time when we were an expansion team, when we were two and 14, uh, when just all we were, we've been bad. We've been real bad uh, a lot in those 20 years. And I've sat through it and I've experienced it. And today's loss was as bad as any of them. I'm not going to say it's the worst loss ever. I, I had an experience once where I dressed up to go to a Texan season opener against the Jets. And when I say dressed up, I had makeup on my face. I was wearing a wig. I was wearing uh, an outfit to sort of show my fandom, to try to get other people fired up and get them into the game. And the Jets, led by Mark Sanchez, came out in that game and beat the crap out of us from the opening kick of the game. And I could tell you, as a fan, sitting in the stands... Dressed like that, I felt like an idiot. (laughs) It was not a good, fun time. And I paid money to do that. And I felt a little bit, I had flashbacks of that experience, to that experience today, watching that game today. So I'm going to get into the draft implications a little bit. I'm going to take a couple callers, maybe one caller. Uh, we'll, We'll talk about this. Uh, I also did a Captain's Log segment, so as I was watching this cesspool nightmare of a game, um, I was recording my thoughts uh, from time to time when there were breaks in the action. That segment will air at the end of the show today, so if you want to relive this game or if you missed it and you're relying on me to fill you in on what you missed, um, if you missed it, kudos to you. Good job. But uh, you can do that with the Captain's Log segment. That's going to come up here in a little bit. Now... Let me let me cool off a little bit because uh, this is supposed to be a fun show, and it is a fun show. I really enjoy doing this show. I hope you had a chance to listen to last week's episode with Roosh Williams. We got into some Texans talk. We talked Rockets. We talked Astros. It was uh, really a fun episode, and I hope I hope you had a chance to listen to that. Um, so I'm going to take just a just a momentary break here, re uh, re uh, configure. Just sort of get myself together, and uh, we will talk a little bit more about this game and what it means in the context of the season, and then we'll go to the Captain's Log segment. All right, be right back with you. All right, so as we said up front, the, the Texans look terrible today, and they have looked bad, right? We looked bad against Denver we looked bad against Chicago, but I never felt like the team wasn't trying until today. And that 
uh, I shouldn't say not trying. Yeah, not trying. Hell, that's that's about right. Like, I didn't feel good about watching the team. I should say that. I enjoyed the Chicago game on some level. It wasn't good football to watch, but you could assess Damian Pierce. You could assess Stingley and Petrie, and we're we're making plays, and we're competitive, and we're in that game, and we have a chance. Today, that was not the case. Today, it was the Titans were a better team, a better offense, a better defense, a better coaching staff, seemingly. And they just showed up and just kicked the shit out of us. And that was not fun to watch. It wasn't fun for a minute. Even that Damian Pierce touchdown at the end, it, it was almost like an insult because it was so little, so late, done so feebly with no time left to mount any real comeback. It's like, why you're, why it, it didn't, didn't accomplish anything. So I'm going to go to the phones if you've if you've listened to my show before, you know that we take some callers, and um, today will be no exception. Let's let's get the pulse of the fan out there. Um, I believe I see Willie has called in. Willie, are you there? Uh, yes, Daniel, I am here. I am here. What do you think about David Mills today? I'm just curious. Uh, nothing good. Nothing good, Willie. Uh, Davis Mills has had a very poor season. By to my eye, thus far, he showed some some flashes late last season, and I was optimistic coming into this year that he could prove to be serviceable or even better, prove to be our quarterback of the future, and he has not done that. And it and and quite the opposite, he has shown himself to be really overmatched out there, which is unfortunate because I was rooting for him and still am rooting for him, but uh, a performance like today does not inspire confidence that he will ever be. Uh, a starting level quarterback in this league. You could say that again, Daniel. Yeah, I've, I've been listening to you now, Daniel, for a couple months, and that is maybe the first thing you've ever said that uh, that we agree on. But of course, I told you months ago, David Mills is not a winner, and uh, he just keeps proving me right week after week after week. And uh, I'm glad to see you're coming along, coming around on uh, where Willie's been all along. So, what is your what is your answer then, Willie? What would you like to see the team do? Uh, as we move forward at the quarterback position. Well, first you give David Mills his walking papers, and you say, I don't even care where you go, David. You just get the hell out of this locker room right now. And then you, you wait a minute, and then you look around, and you say, is he gone? Is he gone? You got you to gotta make sure he's gone, Daniel, because his losing ways are bleeding through. They're, they're bleeding into the special teams, into the defense. Pep Hamilton, he's, he's aged Pep Hamilton 25 years just this season. So... We got to get rid of David Mills as uh, uh, you know number one number one priority, and then you look at uh, who's available in the draft, and you say uh, I you call dibs on that Alabama quarterback. When you say call dibs, you mean draft him. Hope that you get the first overall pick. You know if your record's bad enough right now, Detroit has a worse record than we do. But you're saying go ahead and use that first first pick that the that the Texans have. On Bryce Young. Well, I did mean I would call dibs on him, and I'm I'm referring to him now as Christ Young, because he will be our savior. He is going to save us from David Mills and the rest of this Texans offense. But no, I did mean call dibs on him. If I was Nick Casario, I would call a press conference and I would say, uh, just want to make it known that uh, we call dibs on uh, uh, Christ Young. Okay, I guess it's just a little unclear to me what dibs would accomplish given that Detroit could still just draft him with the first overall pick. Well, in that unlikely 
worst-case scenario, Daniel, that Detroit would just ignore our dibs, I would just take C.J. Stroud. Do you know uh, what C.J. stands for? I actually don't know. Uh, what what does C.J. stand for? Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus, Stroud. You see, Daniel, he's going to be our savior. He's going to save us from David Mills. Okay, okay. I'm sensing a pattern here. Do you have a... Uh... Any thoughts on, like, uh, Anthony Richardson from Florida? I was hoping you'd ask me about Anthony Richardson, son of God, who's going to save us from David Mills. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Daniel. That, that one's a little bit of a stretch. I'll, I'll give you that one. Okay. Well, with the Texans losing the way they did today, Willie, it, it's, uh, it really does brighten my day. It makes me feel a lot better talking to you to know that uh, there is hope on the horizon, right? I doubt that Davis Mills will be our opening day starter next year. And uh, now we just have another 10 Texans games on the slate this year. And now you're entering a strange area as a fan where if you win a game, like let's say the Texans come out really strong against Philadelphia Thursday night, as unlikely as that seems right now, um, do you want them to win that game and, and hurt their draft positioning? Doesn't seem like you do, but... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, everyone can answer that question for themselves. I have a hard time rooting for the Texans to lose. That is not something I enjoy doing. Um, so, you know, we'll have a different quarterback next year. Hopefully, it's Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or somebody like that. Um, I did want to say, as we conclude um, this episode, before we get to the Captain's Log section portion of the show... Um, it is interesting to, to be in this position and know that a lot of the future enjoyment that we'll get from this Texans team is going to hinge on the first round draft picks that we make in this upcoming draft. Like they are, they're very important draft picks. And so in every game this year, you have a rooting interest because not only does the do we want the Texans to sort of wind up with a really bad record to get that first overall pick or very close to it? You also want Cleveland to end up with a bad record and a very good pick because obviously we own the Cleveland Browns first round pick this year as a result of the Deshaun Watson trade. So in every game, like a game like today, the Raiders played, I was rooting lustily for the Raiders because they have two wins on the season. Cleveland has two wins on the season. We want the Raiders to win that game. We want the Carolina Panthers to win that game. The Carolina Panthers, by the way, they had a game today in which at the very end of the game, they caught a touchdown pass. They were down six points, and DJ Moore caught a bomb, uh, just an incredible play uh, to tie the game essentially as time expired. It wasn't the time didn't end, but it was at the very end of the game. Then DJ Moore took his helmet off as part of his celebration, caused a unsportsmanlike penalty, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, which resulted in the uh, kicker missing the extra point. They go into overtime. Marcus Mariota, opposing quarterback, throws an interception, setting up a game-winning field goal attempt for that very same kicker for Carolina to win their third game of the year, and he misses that kick. And I'm as a Texans fan, as a Cleveland Browns wanting them to lose fan. I'm like, oh my God. And so Carolina blew that for themselves and they blew it for us today. Um, 
But it it does add an interesting element. Like you you want the Steelers to win. You want the Jaguars to win. You want the Bears to win. The Cardinals. All of these teams. Like this is like the NFL is obviously famous for its parody. That's sort of a selling point. They're they're parody parody. You know, teams are not dominant for a long time. And it does strike me that this year, more than maybe others, you have a couple teams that are pretty good. The Eagles, the Bills, maybe the Chiefs. And then you just have a giant glut of teams that just are sort of mediocre. And you have Dallas that's sort of a little bit better than mediocre. Maybe the Giants. And then you just have a bunch of teams that are just sort of, to me, the same. They're just sort of not very good. Um, Denver could beat Minnesota. Minnesota could beat Las Vegas. Las Vegas could beat New Orleans. Like, all those teams are the same. They're all the same, basically. And so, as a Texans fan, you just want every team to win six games, except for the Browns and the Texans. So, just keep that in mind as you're you're watching the scoreboards as the, the weeks tick off here. We want Cleveland to lose, and we want the very bad teams, the Carolinas, the Chicago's, the Pittsburghs, the Detroits, we want them to win. It's uh, just another thing you can watch on your Sundays. It makes it uh, kind of fun, kind of fun. Like I was really invested in that Panthers game. I really wanted them to win, and of course they couldn't do it. But anyway, I'm going to now go to my Captain's Log segment. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope you didn't watch all of that Texans game today, because what an abysmal showing. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. I appreciate you listening to this show. Please follow me on Twitter, RedGlarePod. Please join me uh, at Substack. You can find my website at RedGlarePod.com. And have a great week, man. Happy Halloween. Take care. All right, it is 0-0 after both teams have had a chance with the ball. The Titans ran the ball really well. They got the ball first. Derrick Henry slammed it down our throats, but then they made the the error of throwing it on first down when uh, the Texans have already told you we're not going to stop the run on this drive, and that put them behind the chains. They kicked a long field goal and missed it. The Texans take over, going the other way. Damian Pierce runs really well, picks up a couple first downs. Then on third and five, Davis Mills is intercepted, throwing it short left on an empty backfield throw a very short route that the D-back was able to jump, and now we are going the other way. Titans have the ball back. Malik Willis getting the start, rookie quarterback. Um, Tennessee's looking like they're not going to put a ton on his shoulders if they don't have to early on, and I don't blame them for that necessarily. Um, We'll see if the Texans can hold up against what is likely to be a rush-heavy attack today. All right, the Texans were able to force a punt. Of course, they had a penalty on that punt play, so they started on their own five. They do very predictable runs with Damian Pierce on first and second down, and then Mills and Brandon Cooks were uh, running different plays, essentially. Brandon Cooks kept running. Mills threw it behind him on third down. And now we punt again. So, so far, the offense for both teams looking pretty rough. Uh, Hey, there's a fumble on the punt. And it looks like it was recovered by the Texans' special teams. That would be a good turn of events for this team. A little early momentum. So it looks like the Texans will have it back at midfield after the Titan return man 
cannot hold on to the ball through contact. Texans ball, two minutes, 49 seconds remain here in the first. All right, so there's bad offense, and then there's whatever the Texans are doing right now. It's uh, pretty rough. We had a penalty on first down, blocking the back. Backs us up to first and 20. Mills throws it away on first and 20. Uh, the offensive line is blown up on second and 20. A handoff to Pierce loses three yards. A handoff to Pierce on second and 20. What's the hope there, I wonder? Like, is Pep Hamilton thinking, oh, well, you know, he's going to pick up six yards here to set up a third and 13, third and fourth, you know, third and 14 that we don't have any confidence Davis Mills would be able to pick up anyway. So I don't understand that play call. It fails. And then on third and 23, Davis Mills uh, essentially throws it away. So we'll punt again. This offense is atrocious, kind of tough to watch. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Both teams putting on a pretty atrocious display offensively. Malik Willis throws the interception, giving the Texans a short field, which they squander away and are lucky to uh, save a field goal attempt out of it as they try a trick play with Rex Burkhead throwing a pass. That went about as well as you can imagine. Um, Davis Mills staying in the pocket, backing way too long, has no showing no internal clock, and then just backing backing away from the line of scrimmage, and then eventually just backs into the defensive end uh, for this uh, drive-ending sack, and then we kick the long field goal. So Texans have a 3-0 lead, but it's about the worst, least impressive 3-0 lead you will ever see ever, and a lot of people are in the stands, which. You know, they, they traveled with their families. They bought tickets. They parked. They walked. And this is the show they're getting. And uh, my heart goes out to them. And the offensive struggles continue. There's not a lot for me to update you on. Just know that if you missed this game, if you're relying on my sort of recap for, you know, to, to get the, the lowdown here, you were fortunate. I envy you. Uh, good on you. Whatever you were doing on this Sunday afternoon, not watching the Titans-Texans, I guarantee you it was better. It was better than those of us, what we were experiencing here watching this game. Uh, Right now, the total yards, we are nearing halftime. Houston has 14. 14 total yards in this game. Derrick Henry just uh, took a third down handoff into the goal line from about, I don't know, 30 yards out, just sort of throwing Texans around like rag dolls. Um, The Titans take the lead, 7-3, to and I wonder what Nick Casario thinks as he watches this game. Is this all by design? Like he's he's already looking ahead to the draft, and he knew we were going to be bad, and this kind of performance doesn't bother him? I just, I'm just curious. I wonder what he thinks of the product he has assembled here to put out on the field. Or if, you know, the master plan is, hey, we start next year or the year after looking like a real football team. But we're not going to do that now. Uh, I, I would be curious to ask him. I'd be curious to get his, his take on what the team looks like out there. What the hell are we doing out there? Some blueberries, a banana... Uh, some spinach, some protein powder, uh, some ice cubes, 
Uh, I made a smoothie earlier. Just thought you, oh, some strawberries. Toss some strawberries in there. Um, much more interesting than this Texans performance. I know I'm supposed to be talking about this game, but uh, really, what's to say? It is an abysmal, abysmal showing from our Texans. Um, the last drive set up a third and one in which we said, Tennessee, hey, we're going to hand it to Damian Pierce, and he's going to run it right here. And Tennessee said, oh, well, okay, we're, we're going to stop that play. And the, and the Texans said, well, all right, here it comes. And the Titans did go ahead and stop that play. And so we had to punt it away. And now as we uh, are mercifully nearing halftime, um, I looked into it, and I did verify the Texans actually charged people to come watch this game today. You wouldn't think, you wouldn't think that's true. I mean, if you watch, if you're watching it, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe, but they actually did. I verified it. I looked into it. I had to double check it because it just didn't make sense. But yeah, real money charged uh, for people to come see this team play. Second half starts with a play-action pass where the Texans actually double their first half yardage output but then immediately go three and out from that point on uh on third and 17 they called a screen uh, screen pass where mills would roll to the right and throw it to his uh, running back back on the left hand side mills looked left and then decided he didn't have the play and then ran out of bounds but on replay the running back's just there waiting for the ball and has a lot of room not to say they would have made 17 yards but Mills just gave up on the play. So uh, this offense looks horrible. Davis Mills looks horrible. Um, the receivers aren't getting open. Pep Hamilton's play calling is atrocious. And um, yeah, I, I'm running out of, I could pull up thesaurus.com and find more adjectives for abysmal, like atrocious, terrible, horrible, upsetting. <laughs> but it's... It's really bad to watch. It's really bad. And so Titans have the ball back now, leading in the third quarter. Um, I don't really want the Texans to win this game. The more that they play, the more I realize we need as high a draft pick as possible. And a win today would only, you know, hurt our odds there. So Titans have the ball now. It's second and nine. Another handoff to... A dreadlocked running, running back that is not Derrick Henry, but he gets a, a huge gain. And uh, insult to injury as he's pushed out of bounds, he topples one of our one of our players there on the sideline. Yikes! What a performance by this team today. Good lord! And the hits keep coming as the Titans run left, run right, run up the middle. The Texans are either exhausted or just totally disinterested in tackling. And Derrick Henry walks in untouched for the touchdown to put him up 14-3. to um, Kind of shocking how poorly the Texans are playing today. Um, they haven't been a good team this year, but their effort has been solid. They struggled against the Raiders stopping the run, but this uh, you would think that would be a area of emphasis. Um, this week, especially with a, a rookie quarterback making his first ever start, and we have not been able to mount a defense against this running attack, and it's really, really uh, deflating to watch because Davis Mills looks like he's regressed to, you know, not even an NFL level quarterback at this point, 
and the tight and and the and the rush defense is not pro level either. So, you know, on both sides of the ball, you're watching just the Texans be dominated. It's really sad. It's uh, pretty rough. Pretty rough. I would say trade Lovey Smith, trade Pep Hamilton. If they have any trade, could we get a seventh round pick from somebody? A seventh round pick would be wonderful. Wonderful. Just get rid of everybody. The trade deadline is on Tuesday. Just get rid of everybody that's that, that another team will have. Hang on to our rookies. Hang on to, you know... Uh, Hang on to our rookies. I can't even think of, uh, I guess, Tunsil. I don't know. I'd have to look at his contract situation. Anyway, it's pretty rough. A lot of existential thoughts I'm having here as a Texans fan. Uh, Davis Mills has the ball back now. It's 14-3. to He does complete a pass there to O.J. Howard. That was a gain of about 20. Nice little pass there. And we'll see if they can uh, save um, face today. It's 14-3, couple minutes left in the third quarter. They do not. They do not save any face on that drive. Embarrassing again. Titans have the ball back. Whether it's Henry, whether it's Hilliard, doesn't really matter. They're smashing us left and right. Um, they're winning 14-3, and their quarterback has thrown nine passes. Nine passes in this game. And it has felt like the Texans have not had a chance, despite the fact that the other team does not have a functional NFL quarterback. A field goal makes it 17-3 Titans, and I want to say Malik Willis has not thrown a pass here in the second half, well into the fourth quarter now. Um, that is an embarrassing thing to to say if you're a defense. Like, the other team has uh, moved the ball at will. Oh, yeah, also their quarterback has not thrown a pass. Just wild. Just wild. Derrick Henry, by the way, well over 200 yards rushing at this point. His fourth straight 200-yard game against the Texans. You wouldn't think a stat like that would be possible. Maybe in a video game. Maybe. But no, it's real life, and it's your Houston Texans. And this defense, in air quotes, with our defensive head coach here. Um, God, real bad, gang. Real bad. Just for fun here, let me run through the results of our first uh, 10 or so possessions today. Interception, punt, punt, field goal, punt, punt, end of half, punt, punt, punt. That is absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting offense. And again, remarkably from a team that is charging people currency american money to go watch them play pretty wild pretty bold um we are now uh, midway through the fourth a little more than that 17-3 17-3 for a real nfl team would not be an insurmountable deficit like you could score twice like that's something real nfl teams do but this team down 17-3, it feels like it might as well be 135-3. to Like, this team cannot score 17 points. We can't even dream of 17 points. We can't even throw it beyond the line of scrimmage. We are so overmatched. They're playing like a team that was, that is all collectively suffering from food poisoning. Like, this morning, um, 
whoever, like the Titans were able to get to our caterers and they got us all. Like we all are just, just totally, totally, oh my God, it's so bad. On second and 13, the pocket collapses, Mills feebly throws it at the feet of a receiver. It'll be third and 13, six and a half minutes remaining here in the fourth. Again, I'm, I, I'm beating a dead horse, but this is a horrible uh, display. Horrible. Okay, this is not Tom. This is bowling. There are rules. Bowling. There are rules. Bowling. There are rules. Okay, this is not Tom. This is bowling. There. Are-